0: Do you avoid conflict at all costs? So many of us are conflict avoidant. When it comes to running your business, I would bet that you're more avoidant than you even realize. We don't like friction. We want things to go smoothly, and some of us will do anything to skip ahead, past the upsets, past the misunderstandings, to pretend that everything is okay 24-7. But is it? Back to Why Are We Shouting with me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, I want to make sure that you're not missing out on real progress as you grow your company. Do fears pop up here and there? Sure, that's normal. Do you worry about time-sensitive stuff? Of course you do. What about all of those interactions you're having with other people that make you feel stuck it can feel like no one's moving the needle and it often feels like it's everyone else's fault hmm whose fault is that really when you hear that fellow entrepreneurs are doing really well you don't always have to believe them last week i had a call with deborah I was pretty surprised that she signed up for a session with me. I've known her for years. And all the while, she always made sure that I knew two things. First, that she was doing really, really well. And second, that she was making a ton of money. It wasn't just me, you know. She let everyone around her know how well she was doing at all times in such a soft and sweet, humble, braggy way that no one ever questioned the veracity of her statements. She left us in awe. So what was she doing, staring at me through her computer screen with questioning eyes? I asked her as much. What are we doing here, I said. How are things? I readied myself for the onslaught of positivity and figured that she might be calling to share with me very gently that she was now a millionaire. Turns out. She wanted to consult with me because her company was growing and things were going very wrong. She began by describing her 15-person team. She was really happy with their work, but they seemed to be doing things on their own, pushing back against her a lot and complaining all the time about the work she needed them to do. Often, they didn't even do what she asked and went in an entirely different direction. I dove deeper. I asked her why there was so much infighting. I talked to her about the ways that she led her team, the expectations that she set out for them. What were the boundaries that she laid down for them? Boundaries, she asked. What boundaries? She'd been spending years cultivating incredible relationships with customers. People referred new clients to her all the time. And because of her kind positivity, she seemed like a real win for people who were looking for her services. Her team thought she was the greatest, too. She assured me that they liked her. They really, really liked her. And I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me. What she presented to me was very real. She's an empath. She absorbs all the things. If her team is upset with her and someone starts venting to her, she has an ear for that person. It probably feels really good to be that venter but as the founder of her company, it doesn't work. She ended up teaching her team that it was okay to treat her like a fellow teammate, not the founder. They felt welcome to share all of their feelings, to tell her when they disagreed with her and to vehemently oppose her when they didn't wanna do something that she asked them to do because she listened to them and then did nothing about it but empathize we discussed how she needed to lay out boundaries. We walked through the ways in which she could present certain limitations, like leaving the venting out, or actually listening to what she instructs them to do, and that they should listen. The most fascinating part of this was when we got to the prescription part of the session, the part where she had in hand all of the tools that she needed to do what she needed to do. Her reaction was so honest and true She told me that she didn't want any conflict. She didn't want any conflict. She didn't want any conflict. She was afraid that if she put any boundaries down, her team would like her less. She didn't want to offend them. They weren't doing anything wrong, she said. They needed to be heard. For those of us who are more sensitive entrepreneurs, we tend to carry others and make folks feel good. We even reap the rewards of being an ear or absorbing other people's feelings. They in turn raise us up, compliment us, and seem to benefit greatly from the support that we provide. But in a business setting, this kind of activity isn't rewarding for anybody. Leaders can be sympathetic to people that they work with, but in order to stand strong and run a company greater than herself, conflict avoidance is at the core of what causes a team to fail. Resolving this sort of inner turmoil takes work You can't just turn off the fear that folks will hate you or that they might be disappointed with you You can however dive deeper into discovering why you carry around fears of hatred or disappointment or Unhappiness that you don't want to welcome into your life or your business It probably runs very deep for you and goes back much farther than you'd like to revisit business isn't personal they said never bring baggage to work they said but they didn't know what they were talking about these moments Deborah's had are shining examples of what happens when the very personal becomes very connected to your business with time and much more awareness you can make the changes necessary to move forward without your baggage You can figure out how to stop your avoidant behavior so that things will be all smooth sailing from here on out. You don't call. You don't write. Do both. Call or text me at 708-872-7878 or go to jillsalsman.com slash podcast. You can record a message so that I can talk to you in a future episode. Go to rate this podcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. It helps other listeners discover my ridiculous stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay and Aaron for making this podcast with me. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.